This is Difference Makers. Welcome aboard. My name is Mike Lee. I am Director of Local Ministries for True Talk 800, 93.9 KPDQ, KPAM News Talk 860, Talk 1640, 93.1 El Rey, and 104.1 The Fish. And you can always email me at mikelee at kpdq.com to find out how you could have your own radio program, appear at our events, or advertise your outreach or business. That's M-I-K-E-L-E-E at kpdq.com. And one of the other hats I am honored to wear is sitting on the steering committee of Portland's Good Friday Breakfast. So from the board and also from the YMCA of Columbia Willamette, I'd like to welcome Bob Riken, who serves as Vice President of Mission Advancement and Chaplain as well. Bob, welcome aboard. How are you, sir? Doing well. Thanks for having us. I'm so glad that you could come out today. We were talking about Portland's Good Friday Breakfast, and I want to encourage people to check out the websites portlandgoodfridaybreakfast.org and ymcacw.org, which stands for YMCA of Columbia Willamette. And about this breakfast, it features Alana Simmons, the keynote speaker who is the founder and CEO of the Hate Won't Win movement. We're very excited that Alana is coming to town to speak. So, Bob, tell me, what exactly is the difference between what we think of as the YMCA as a national entity versus what you do at YMCA of Columbia Willamette? Yeah, well, I think, uh, boy, we could spend a long time talking about uh, the great history of the Y. Uh, it's 174 years old. Uh, it started in 1844 by a guy named George Williams in London, England, uh, a guy named Tom Sullivan, who was a uh, clipper ship captain that ran a clipper ship across the Atlantic, uh, uh, observed what was going on in the YMCA uh, in Britain and uh, decided he wanted to uh, bring that to America. So in 1851, Tom Sullivan uh, started the first YMCA in Philadelphia. From there, it, uh, it moved west. And in 1868, Two businessmen from San Francisco who were a part of a YMCA in San Francisco moved up to Portland and uh, began to develop the leadership around frame for the YMCA to start in Portland, which is uh, started in 1868. We're celebrating our 150th anniversary uh, this year, and we'll maybe want to talk a little bit about that maybe in the minutes to come oh, congratulations. Uh, today as well. So and, it's and pretty exciting. festivities coming up to celebrate the 150th anniversary? Exactly. You know, not many organizations or associations have uh, a longevity like that, and so we, we, we really want to emphasize that in a, in a great way. Uh, nationally, uh, through our own uh, country, I think the YMCA is, has had an established uh, commitment to our communities. Uh, it's interesting that we're in the uh, March Madness uh, perspective with uh, collegiate basketball, both men and women, uh, starting this week and into the next three weeks. And uh, it's interesting that James Naismith, who invented basketball in 1891 at the International YMCA Training Center. So basketball was really invented at a YMCA uh, and actually, the uh, 
uh, trophy that's given to the uh, YMCA, or not YMCA, but the top collegiate uh, athlete, men and and women, uh, in uh, our country, uh, is given the Naseth Trophy, which is basically named after James Naseth. Uh, volleyball was invented uh, in Holyoke, Massachusetts, at our YMCA in 1895. Uh, Father's Day, for instance, also was created from a meeting that was held in Spokane at our Spokane, Washington YMCA in 1909. And uh, in 1910, uh, Joyce Hall, a teenager at that time who was r- renting a room at the YMCA, uh, put a shoebox under her bed full of postcards, and that then became the home address of the first Hallmark card shop. And so... Uh, Girl Scouts, uh, Campfire Girls, Racquetball in 1950 was started by the Y. And our international leader, John R. Mott, who put really the YMCA uh, on the world stage, uh, was working with uh, his good friend, uh, Woodrow Wilson, and in World War I uh, launched the chaplain program for all of our military forces uh, for World War I. And that launched into then the USO that uh, work that started in World War II. And because of that work and other humanitarian work, John R. Mott in 1946 won the Nobel Peace Prize for this global humanitarian work. And then 1961, of course, we're all aware of the Peace Corps started by John Kennedy. And uh, that particular work was patterned after a YMCA uh, program called the World Service Workers and so that core, uh, the Peace Corps, was started by a YMCA concept as well. So we've had a broad and great opportunity to impact our, uh, our broader community for decades. What a great legacy brought to us by the YMCA. And the latest one coming to Portland, besides, of course, the 150th year anniversary, would be the YMCA sponsoring Portland Good Friday Breakfast. That's going to be at the Oregon Convention Center on Martin Luther King Boulevard, I-5, exit 302A by the Rose Quarter. And can you tell us about the YMCA partnering with Portland Good Friday Breakfast and how that came about, Bob? You bet. It's a real honor to continue to be a part of that and increase our leadership in the day or in the, in the years ahead in that regard. Uh, we've been so grateful for David and Rachel Gallagher, who started uh, the Good Friday Breakfast. I think it was 2007. And as a result of that work, uh, a gift that they wanted to give to the Portland community uh, over Easter weekend uh, has grown to now uh, participation uh, in that Good Friday Breakfast to over a thousand, uh, a thousand people. And uh, uh We've been a part of that, supporting that for the last five or six years in various ways. And uh, it was this past year that David and Rachel came and said that they uh, uh, were going to be moving some things in their life. One of the things, they had uh, two homes. They lived in Portland and Dallas, Texas. And they were feeling like they were going to consolidate and move their livelihood completely down to Dallas, Texas. And uh, as a result of that, with their continued work with Open Arms International, which was their ministry that uh, launched the Good Friday Breakfast. Uh, They and their leadership came to the YMCA about a year and a half ago and said, would you consider giving leadership 
to the Good Friday breakfast in the years to come. And it was a real honor for us. I think with us wanting to put the C back into the YMCA in a stronger way, saw that the Good Friday breakfast was a way in which that could be unapologetically complimented by the things we do. And it provides the YMCA not only just a local base to be the primary foundation for the Good Friday Breakfast, but to provide a broad exposure to our broader Portland community uh, for really what uh, the weekend of Easter is all about. It's not just the spring equinox with spring life coming in all fashions with bright colors and all and Easter eggs and uh, little bunnies, but it's really a powerful weekend of celebrating the death and resurrection of Christ. Whether it's been at small churches or large churches or ministries, Bob, I've always noticed that leadership that does ministry right always prepares its own replacement. So were you honored being part of the YMCA, Columbia Willamette, when being handpicked by open arms to continue the tradition? Absolutely. I think uh, they observed that uh, our commitment to what we're serving in the broader community with our various uh, programs and the impact they're having, as well as the strong commitment, again, to bring the C forward in the YMCA. It was, uh, it was an organization that they felt uh, could serve well in giving leadership uh, to this and even build it in a greater, and we're, we're looking forward to seeing this Good Friday Breakfast continuing to be a, a center, major effort uh, of the Christian community giving to the Portland community uh, this great message of powerful truth during Easter weekend. Bob Ryken serves as the Vice President of Mission Advancement and Chaplain at the YMCA of Columbia Willamette. And after years of partnering alongside Portland Good Friday Breakfast, they were handpicked by Open Arms International, the previous primary leadership to take over. So we're very excited about that. And if you've never attended a Portland Good Friday breakfast before, let me encourage you. It's a wonderful experience at the Oregon Convention Center in Portland. In this case, it's going to feature a very unique and delightful young woman, Alana Simmons. So, Bob, could you share a little bit about Alana and what's special about her and the hashtag hate won't win and being the founder of this movement? Well, I think uh, over the years, the Good Friday Breakfast has had uh, strong and gifted uh, speakers that really communicate well the whole message of that weekend. But I think Alana this year comes with a unique uh, perspective as well as a a powerful message, as we're all aware that she was the granddaughter of <clears throat> her uh, grandfather, who was one of the nine killed at the Charleston, South Carolina uh, massacre in 2015. And when she stood before the one that did this horrible deed and publicly forgave him, I think it it resonated across America as one of the most powerful ways in which someone could genuinely forgive uh, someone for such a uh, an incredible deed and her her message hate won't win uh, really resonates I think with what we in the YMCA are all about as well and uh, I think this hate won't win uh, tag that she has 
promoted throughout the country uh, is going to be a great compliment for us to be reminded of that at the Good Friday Breakfast. Certainly, I think Jesus' message and his sacrifice on Good Friday, uh, we realize that in the end, hate won't win as well. I remember a number of years ago, someone saying, it's Friday, but Sunday's a coming. And I think, again, the demonstration of Easter weekend is a, it resonates well that the idea that love is going to win, hate won't win. As the father of daughters, Bob, I'm very pleased to put strong women in front of them. And Alana Simmons certainly brings a lot of strength to this community when she speaks at Portland Good Friday Breakfast. That'll be Good Friday morning, which is March 30th from 7 to 8.45 a.m. at the Oregon Convention Center in Portland. You'll find all the relative hashtags and website addresses linked up to truetalk800.com on the Difference Makers page. And if you'd like to read more about Alana Simmons' history, please check out hatewontwinmovement.com. That's hatewontwinmovement.com. And Bob Reichen, you mentioned earlier that the YMCA is very intent right now of really emphasizing getting the C to stand out again in YMCA. Can you tell us what brought that about and how you're intentionally moving this forward? You bet. Uh, uh, it, uh, it really largely uh, came as a result of key, key leadership in our, uh, in our association. Uh, our uh, executive director and CEO, Bob Hall, uh, strong uh, Christian, uh, desired to see the aspect of the sea becoming much more a prominent part of, of our association here. He, with the Board of Trustees uh, in 2004, uh, created a position of actually a vice presidential level position uh, titled Vice President of Mission Advancement and Chaplain. And with the help of the Murdoch Trust, uh, they launched that uh, opportunity in 2004. And it's interesting, I was a part of a, a church ministry uh, for uh, 23 years here in the Portland area, a great uh, congregation of folk. And uh, one of the uh, areas of, of leadership that I oversaw was our small group ministry, which over those years we saw uh, grow from a very small group to we at the end had close to uh, 1,200 adults in some over 100 small groups. One of those small group folk in one of those uh, uh, groups uh, – his name was Dave King, and and uh, and I really uh, wanted to see Dave King become a small group leader. And uh, every time I got with him, uh, he would seem to say, "Well, Bob, uh, I'm not quite ready yet." But uh, it was interesting. I got a phone call from him, uh, uh, and I realized that oh well, maybe this is now the time when he was going to become a small group leader. He called set up an appointment for lunch, and with him at that lunch was Bob Hall, and uh, they were coming to talk with me a little bit about the possibility of considering maybe this VP position uh, at the YMCA. And uh, I've got a little bit more to tell about that. Uh, and uh, So let's hold that off for the next segment, Bob, because okay. I want to make sure that we get into the history of your joining the YMCA of Columbia Willamette. Bob Reichen, VP of Mission Advancement and Chaplain of YMCA of Columbia Willamette, is our guest. And we'll be right back with Difference Makers. 
Welcome back to Difference Makers. Clark Hilton is across the glass. <clears throat> Missing from the studio today is our dear friend and account executive, Ann Reed, and our prayers and condolences go with Ann and David and their family and the loss of Ann's father-in-law. But who we do have in the studio is Bob Riken, serving as Vice President of Mission Advancement and Chaplain of one of the sponsors at the Portland Good Friday Breakfast, actually the primary one. That's going to be March 30th, Good Friday morning at the Oregon Convention Center in Portland, and we're very excited to have the keynote speaker be the Movement founder, CEO of Hate Won't Win, Alana Simmons. And Bob, you were sharing about how you initially came to the YMCA as chaplain. Was it around 2007 or so? 2007 is actually, yeah, when I joined the staff. Uh, yeah, I was just talking a little bit about the interesting concept uh, of our one of our members uh, at, the, at the church I was serving, uh, was, which church was that? Was Sunset Presbyterian Church on the west side of town, and um, Dave King was a great friend and uh, was part of our uh, care group work. And I always uh, periodically would challenge him to consider being one of our care group leaders. And he always had a reason why he wasn't quite ready yet. He was the COO at the YMCA at that time, and. Um, then one day I got a call from him and he said, uh, let's have lunch. And I assumed that probably that would be the time when he was telling me, Bob, I'm ready to, to take leadership of a care group. And we got together and he had with him at that lunch, Bob Hall, who was the CEO at the YMCA. They had just gotten an opportunity uh, grant from the Murdoch Trust to uh, start this position or to build this position, vice president of mission advancement and chaplain at the YMCA. Uh, again, maybe just real quick, you know, here in America, the YMCA is uh, celebrating 174 years. When you look at its history, uh, Mike, you realize that about post-World War One, prior to World War Two. The C part of the Y began to get pushed aside and other kinds of work, uh, good work, but other kinds of work began to push that uh, focus aside. And so it's been eight or nine decades where uh, the C part of the YMCA has been almost non-existent. In fact, you can go to many YMCAs around the country and you would find little to no uh, Christian emphasis at all. And so why why do you think that happened, Bob? Well, I think uh, a, a lot of it was uh, leadership. A lot of it was, uh, I think, uh, program development. It was at a point where buildings were becoming much more of a significant part of the YMCA and uh, various kinds of athletic and service types of prog- programs were, were, were being offered. And so as a result, I think some of the Christian focus began to just, because of a busy and complicated schedule began to get subtly pushed aside. So Bob Which Hall, is not to say that any of these programs or services to the community are necessarily bad things, but somehow we can become too busy in our family schedules or at schools and, yes, at churches in the stuff of the business that we forget the reason behind it. I think that's absolutely true. And so Bob Hall uh, uh, at our Columbia Willamette Association – and Dave King uh, and the leadership of the trustees were committed to reestablishing this priority. And so they, uh, along with the Murdoch Trust, were able to create this position. And uh, they came and we had this lunch together. And it intrigued me, I have to say, when I heard the vision and the, and the focus of what they were seeking to do, it really resonated with me. I had a real interesting tug in my heart 
to be drawn to that. But we had just started 10 or 12 new care groups at the church about, oh, four or five weeks prior to that. And I felt like even though that was a real tug and draw that they were sharing, I felt like I just couldn't uh, make a change commitment at that time. And so they said thanks. And uh, they went on. And in 2005, they hired their first uh, uh, VP of Mission Advancement and Chaplain, uh, Emmett Wheatfall. And uh, and the ministry uh, started to continue to, to move forward. It wasn't too long after that particular encounter that I began to really feel that maybe my time at sunset was coming to a close. And uh, I remember one time uh, getting to my office and I had this overwhelming sensation. I've had these sort of experiences in my Christian life before over the years. I think when we moved, for instance, from Oregon to New York City, there was a real strong impression that God really was leading us in that way. When he led us back to Oregon in 1985, there was that similar kind of of, of affirmation. And so I, I got to my office and I had this overwhelming sensation to call Bob Hall at the YMCA. And I remember fighting with myself, but finally finding myself dialing his number, but thinking to my mind, well, he's probably a busy guy. I'll get his administrative assistant. We'll set a time together and that's what it'll be. Well, it just happened that she was out sick that day. He happened to be in his office and he picked up. So now I have Bob Hall. Uh, live on the phone, and over the course of just kind of getting reacquainted, uh, I just mentioned to him, Bob, I I don't know why I'm really calling you, but I just wondered if maybe there was something at the YMCA uh, that that Bob Riken could serve and be a part of. Uh, In that conversation, Bob Hall, you have to know Bob Hall to to appreciate this. He's a great guy, winsome, has a great uh, spirit. He said, well, Bob, he said, I think, you know, things seem to be going really well. And, uh, you know, but I'm glad you called. And uh, and we continued a little conversation. But at the end of that conversation, he said, I tell you what, he said, if you would have called me tomorrow, you would have missed me because I'm going on two weeks of vacation. But he said, I tell you what, I'll pray about it and think about it. And maybe in a couple of weeks when I get back, maybe we can get together and we can talk further about it. When I hung up the phone, I kind of felt a little bit embarrassed about that sort of conversation. I wasn't quite sure why I called him, uh, but I kind of promptly forgot about it. Well, two weeks to the day, I get to my office at sunset, and there's a voice message on my phone, please call Bob Hall. So I called him up, and one of the first uh, statements out of Bob's mouth uh, on, in our conversation, he said, he said, Bob, he said, God works in mysterious ways. And I said, oh, really? I said, tell me about it. He said, well, you know, like we mentioned two weeks ago on our phone conversation that I was going to be away on vacation, and but maybe we could talk afterward. He said, this is my first day back from my vacation, and uh, there's a letter of resignation from our chaplain on my desk. Can we have lunch tomorrow? And so we had the opportunity of meeting together the next day, and over the course of a couple of months uh, of uh, various kinds of 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 things that I needed to go through with the YMCA, I was hired as actually the second uh, VP of Mission Advancement and the chaplain uh, for the YMCA here in Portland, Columbia. And it's been an exciting, um, I'm in my 11th year, it's been great to see the opportunity to uh, engage our staff, many of our members in in what it means to uh, to understand uh, 
the basic mission of the YMCA, bringing Christian principles uh, to the forefront in whatever measure or means we, we seek to do that and begin to carry on conversations open for uh, opportunities to share Christ and to uh, build uh, a focus of reestablishing uh, the C presence in the YMCA. And it's been really an exciting thing. We added a, a second chaplain in 2011, uh, Roger Button, uh, serves our Vancouver facility, our Clark County Family Health and Wellness Center uh, up there. And it's been interesting with uh, our executive director, Eddie White, and Roger teaming together up there um, about, I think it was five, six, seven years ago, uh, a pastor, young pastor, uh, Brandon Berg and his wife, Joy, uh, who were serving in Southern California. Uh, Brandon was a local boy from Vancouver, felt a call to come back to his uh, community to build a church. They came and uh, they were looking for a place to have their church uh, service. And we had the opportunity of engaging them. And uh, over the course of a few weeks, we had the opportunity of partnering with them. They now uh, use our facility, the YMCA in Vancouver, as their facility for gathered worship on Sunday and Saturday as well. And over the course of those years, it's been exciting to see that partnership uh, working together. They sharing with uh, our staff and members and a number of our members and staff have joined that church. Uh, also been a part of helping support and move that church forward. And uh, it's been exciting. I think over the last years, uh, they have actually baptized three over 300 people uh, in our swimming pool at the YMCA at uh, in Vancouver. It's been pretty exciting to have that addition. Talk about a dual-purpose swimming facility at the YMCA where Absolutely. you can baptize people as well. Right. Good for you, Bob. You know what he has in common with you? Call it a prompting from the Lord, Holy Spirit, that gut feeling, the spider sense, whatever you want to call it. But you were obedient to how you believe God called you. Because think about it. You moved from Oregon to New York. That's got to be a real push from God. And I say that as a native New Yorker. Ah, how about that? Yeah. And then as a result of your obedience and risking possible awkwardness making this phone call when there was nothing available, two weeks later, somehow God had opened that door. And what perfect timing. And could you imagine how it would have been if you were too proud to be obedient and make that phone call? To Bob Hall. Absolutely. I've often thought about that uh, over the years as I've had this opportunity to serve in the uh, in our association. And uh, again, I would just encourage uh, folks as they uh, they uh, seek to serve Christ in whatever uh, mission or profession or position they're in. Uh, don't uh, underestimate that still small voice that could uh, be prompting you to do something uh, different, something big and mighty. Uh, something uh, small and significant as well. But uh, I think it's important for for that, for all of us to be reminded of, for sure. Weigh out the pros and cons, friends. Uh, See if it lines up with biblical truth and encouragement. And my wife's old church had, had a saying, the worst comes to worst is you were wrong. But to not act when you've when you've got these occasional promptings, 
really kind of limits what God could do through us, in my opinion. Absolutely. And I think uh, that it stretches your faith so that the next time that that occurs, it gives you strength to to move out, uh, even though you may not have all the answers or everything in real clarity, uh, just to trust God. And if you're walking with him day by day, uh, you can be confident that he's going to lead your way. So maybe God just wants us to take step one. Exactly. And then he'll fill us in on the game plan after that. Right, right. Well, we've continued to see the growth uh, of the sea in our YMCA here in Portland in a significant way. Like I was saying, in 2011, we hired Roger Button. Uh, in 2016, we hired another chaplain, Curtis Young, who serves out at our camp, Camp Collins, out on the Sandy River. And he also works in Rockwood community uh, with a, uh, a mentoring program called Reach and Rise. Significant work that he's doing with our camping ministry, as well as this very important part of Portland that we're seeking to penetrate and hopefully have a presence in in the years ahead. And we're excited to have Curtis Young a part of our team. And then in 2017, just this past year, uh, we hired a part-time chaplain out in our Sherwood facility, uh, Mike Conan, a great guy. He's a pastor of a church out there in Sherwood and is investing uh, a number of his hours uh, of the week out there. And he and I are teaming an adult Bible study right now uh, down there in Sherwood. We meet at 11 o'clock on uh, Wednesday mornings, and we're, we're, we're doing a, a study in the Gospel of John on the various stories of Jesus. It's been great. We've had great, great response, and it's been really exciting to see uh, this kind of work uh, take shape. And then, I don't know, uh, in 2012, uh, we began to feel like what we were seeing happen in our association, we wanted to take that to a, a region and national level as well. And so in 2012, again, with the help of the Murdoch Trust Foundation, uh, we launched what we, what's been called the U.S. Mission Network. And Larry Whittlesley is our executive director of that. He's been at that now a little over three years. And we have seen... Uh, an opportunity launched from our YMCA here in Portland to begin to have an impact regionally and nationally uh, in a YMCA with our desire to see more and more of the YMCAs across America becoming uh, and uh, considering and and building toward the opportunity of having a more significant C presence in their own association whether it's through chaplain work or other strong Christian leaders. And we're, tr- we're seeking through the U.S. Mission Network to impact uh, various leaders around the country in other YMCAs as well as our national leadership in Chicago. Well, we too are big fans of our pal Larry Whittlesey. And Bob Ryken, thank you so much for sharing us with us about YMCA of Columbia Willamette and indeed really emphasizing the C back into the YMCA, who is sponsoring the Portland Good Friday Breakfast at the Oregon Convention Center. You can find all the details at truetalk800.com on the Difference Makers page. Also, you can look up portlandgoodfridaybreakfast.org and ymcacw.org for the YMCA of Columbia Willamette. More with Bob Ryken next on Difference Makers. Thanks for joining Difference Makers with our very special guest, Bob Ryken, who serves at YMCA of Columbia Willamette as the Vice President of Mission Advancement and Chaplain. So we were talking about, Bob, how you're really emphasizing pushing the C in YMCA. So over the last 11-odd years of you being at this position, can you give us some of the highlights of what God's been able to do through your organization? 
You bet. I think one of the things that's been really special is uh, we have provided a training program called Christian Principles Training Part 1 that uh, is now linked with our new employment orientation. So every new staff person that that joins our association goes through this new employment orientation with an emphasis on our Christian principle focus. And so I have the privilege and Roger also who shares in some of that uh, uh, leadership. uh, We have the opportunity of meeting personally, every one of our brand new staff sharing our Christian principle priority and focus. And I'm finding that out of that encounter, there are always, uh, five, six, seven folk that come up and say, Bob, I'd like to know more about what this C piece of the YMCA is all about. And it is providing a natural bridge to a follow-up appointment where we have the opportunity to engage in talking about their particular life. Often uh, there's a lot of baggage that they're carrying, and we have the privilege of sharing in some of that. And then also, as appropriate, to talk about uh, what it means to have a relationship with Christ. And that's been really exciting. I think over uh, the years in our uh, health and wellness facilities, uh, we've been able to provide various kinds of Christian programming alongside our very important uh, health and wellness types of programming, where we focus on healthy body and mind. We also want to focus on a healthy spirit. And if you look in our logo, the little triangle of our our logo uh, stands for spirit, mind, and body. And again, we feel that uh, over the years that maybe that spirit piece, the C part, has been uh, a little bit underdeveloped, maybe pushed aside. And as we bring that forward, we're having an opportunity to, alongside a number of these various programs, to offer other kinds of Christian programming options that people uh, uh, can sign up for and be a part of and uh, just parallel along with uh, their work at the YMCA to have this natural exposure to our history and heritage and uh, an effective maybe training or exposure through some sort of seminar uh, that we are offering uh, that would be Christian oriented. And we're not a church. It's something that is uh, oftentimes I think I encounter many folk that say, uh, you know, Bob, I- I've really enjoyed our, our our times together. I probably would have never gone to a church to sort of ask or to dialogue with these type of questions. But I think in our uh, connection as being a frontline opportunity to our society through the YMCA, and I think our really healthy focus on spirit, mind, and body, uh, it gives us an entree to really build excellent relationships with many people that maybe we'd never have opportunity to talk with. It's what our old Christian Chamber of Commerce friends would call the marketplace ministry. Absolutely. You're meeting yeah. people where they are. So for what you do, Bob Ryken, at YMC of Columbia Willamette, can you tell us what locations this would include and if you're hiring? Well, we certainly are hiring. We're continuing to look for uh, capable and effective people that want to serve well our community. Um, we serve uh, uh, in a number of different locations. In the Portland metro area. And you can look these up, friends, at the website, ymcacw.org. That's ymcacw.org for YMCA of Columbia Willamette. Also on Facebook and also on Twitter and LinkedIn and YouTube as well. Yeah, uh, we're we're serving roughly through our uh, child care programs, our adult programs, and our 
elements to reach out into our communities, uh, close to probably 80 million contacts. And uh, it's, it's an amazing, we, we, we serve a five-county region uh, that also includes Clark County and Vancouver, and it's an amazing region that we have opportunities to uh, invest in. In fact, a lot of people aren't aware of this, but uh, the YMCA, we are the largest child care provider in the Portland area. We serve about 25, 2,600 uh, kids a week in our child care programs uh, around the Portland metro area. So that's just one significant element that we serve in the broader uh, Portland community. What a wonderful thing to hear from the YMCA of Columbia Willamette and through its vice president of mission advancement and chaplain, Bob Riken. So, Bob, I want to step back and figure out more about Bob. Where did you grow up? Well, I uh, grew up on a farm uh, just uh, uh, in West Portland, uh, kind of in the Bethany West Union area that is just kind of uh, east That's of That's exploded. That's become a huge, beautiful area around Bethany, huh? Yeah, it really is a great spot. And... Uh, that's where I grew up, uh, actually lived in the same house all my life till I went to college, uh, ended up going to the Cal College of the West, Oregon State, and uh, 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 I think my Christian walk really was established well in my home. Both my parents and family were strong uh, Christians, and uh, but my faith really, I think, uh, uh, took a, a mature move when I was probably in high school is where it really began to to become much stronger and more personal. And that bridged over then into my college days um, and got involved with a student Christian ministry at Oregon State called, uh, at then, called Campus Crusade for Christ. It's now called Crew, and uh, spent four years working with them as a student down at Oregon State. Uh, At the close of those years, um, I, I got married as well, and my wife served, Grace served in that capacity as well. And at graduation day, uh, we decided to uh, join the staff of Campus Crusade for Christ. Uh, and uh, we uh, went for their training after graduation, 1972, down to San Bernardino, California. And from there, we were assigned to help begin their campus ministry at Columbia University in New York City. That's how we ended up uh, going to New York. Uh, it was a little bit anxious. We were uh, excited and yet uh, uh, wondering about the change. And it's been really amazing how both of us really grew uh, uh, in our love and really actually fell in love with New York. It was It's a great place. We loved it. We thought we would grow old there. And uh, it was an exciting place to minister. There are certainly easier places to transplant than New York City around Columbia. So it seems like you really enjoyed that experience. Very much Why so. is that? What stands out to you, Bob Riken? Well, I think uh, it, it was so different than what we had grown up uh, in and around uh, the, the energy of the city, the opportunities that were just at your doorstep, and the great diversity that I think an urban center pro- provides uh, was just uh, uh, an amazing experience, and both our children were born there. Uh, we uh, we worked on the campus ministry for three years, and then I worked with the Campus Crusade uh, ministry in the urban development of that in the five boroughs. And uh, we moved from Manhattan, then on the upper west west side where Columbia was, out to Brooklyn, and that's where both our children were born. We we lived in Brooklyn then for the remaining 11 years before in 1985 when we moved back out uh, to the northwest. But we still have a great heart uh, for the city of New York. We have great friends there. We try to get back there 
every couple of years to enjoy that great city and just the energy it provides, as well as these long lifetime established friendships as well. I think a lot of people, Bob, <clears throat> have a fear of the urban environment here in Portland as well. So could you cite some of the positives and advantages of being in a city? Well, I think one of the things right off is uh, you are right next door to your neighbor, and that can be a probably, I guess, a not-so-good thing, but it can be a great thing. And I remember the block that we lived in uh, uh, in Brooklyn uh, when we moved there. In fact, uh, we were there, you know, for eight or nine years in this one block, and uh, we were always looked on as the new people on the block because uh, families would— uh, just move one or two row houses up the street. And uh, it was really a, you've really felt a strong community. And I felt that uh, the neighborhood and the environment that we were in, uh, uh, where we lived, as well as our church family, uh, were strong, uh, committed folk that uh, really had your best interest in mind. So if I would need help uh, in in a situation, uh, in many cases, I'd look for someone with an urban experience because uh, you, you really had to learn how to get along well with one another as you're packed in to such a close space. So that was certainly one thing. I love that. Well, run into the country or run into the suburbs isn't always the best opportunity, even though it can be prettier at times. So when you made the move from New York City back to Oregon, did you lament the loss of good Chinese food, pizza, and bagels like my kids did? Well, we never have found a great spot for pizza than Peach Pizza, which was right on 4th Avenue, two blocks from where we lived. And uh, so you make up, uh, you give up some of those sacrifices, absolutely. But we were coming back to where roots, in, in terms of my case, uh, back home, and uh, to get reestablished, it was a little bit of an adjustment, probably more adjustment for our children, because uh, they had... Uh, were born in the city, knew the city, and it was interesting for in the first few years that we were we were living uh, out back out here. Uh, our kids would sleep with their lights on because when you turn the lights off out in the rural countryside, it gets dark. And uh, in the city, you pull the shades, but there was always shadows of lights from the street lights and city lights, and uh, it was always a lot of fun to have their new friends. Uh, uh, come in and visit and st- spend the night, but they had to learn how to sleep with the lights on. Oh, that's the funniest thing. That reminds, reminds me of that movie, My Cousin Vinny, <laughs> when Joe Pesci's character had to sleep next to a train station or train tracks to finally be able to doze because it was too quiet for too him quiet. before then because Absolutely. he was so used to the city environment. You bet. So in our next three and a half minutes or so before we come to a close, Bob, I just wanted to thank you so much for coming in and what you do with the YMCA of Columbia Willamette, especially with Portland Good Friday Breakfast coming up. So what's on your heart right now? What's your vision for the YMCA moving forward? Well, like uh, we've shared in the few minutes we've had together, the longevity of the YMCA, it's, uh, it's been around a long time. And it started in 1868 here in Portland. Like I said, we're celebrating our 150th anniversary. And I would just want listeners to be aware that uh, as well as celebrating Easter, uh, beginning with the Good Friday breakfast on March the 30th, and we would want uh, people to come and be a part of that, that this uh, fall as well as we celebrate the 150th birthday of the YMCA in Portland. Uh, we are uh, uh, 
having a great celebration at the Hoop in Beaverton, which is one of our facilities, on October the 27th. And we'd like you to go to our website, ymca.org, ymcacw.org, and uh, click on the 150th celebration and read through that, consider that, and become a part of what God and what uh, many folk are doing as we seek to build and strengthen the foundation of the YMCA for the next 150 years. So that's been a big thing that we're uh, looking forward to being a part of. And uh, I would want to encourage uh, uh, people to become a part of, of what we're doing here in the Portland metro area as we celebrate 150 years of serving our community uh, through the various kinds of programs that we offer. Well, congratulations on this 150th anniversary in Portland, Bob Ryken, for the YMCA of Columbia Willamette. And they're sponsoring Portland Good Friday Breakfast from 7 to 8.45 on Good Friday, March 30th at the Oregon Convention Center in Portland with a very special keynote speaker. She is the Hate Won't Win Movement founder and CEO, Alana Simmons. And back in 2015, a white supremacist in Charleston, South Carolina, looked into a study brutally murdering nine African Americans, including Alana's grandfather, the late Reverend Daniel L. Simmons. So this is going to be an exciting yet powerful speaker to have at Portland's Good Friday Breakfast. All the details on how you can attend will be on our website, truetalk100.com, on the Difference Makers page. And we're really excited, Bob, about what you're doing to help the YMCA really push the C in YMCA. So in our final minute or so, is there anyone you'd like to send a shout out to or anyone who you're just especially thankful for? Well, certainly thankful for the rich history that I grew up under with family. Uh, grateful for our family, the broader family that's grown. I'm now uh, a, a grandparent uh, of four great grandparents. Uh, 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 kids from our uh, son and daughter, and they're special. I'm grateful for our YMCA family and the leadership that Bob Hall and our board of trustees and our other key leadership, uh, our administrative staff there at the office that are continuing to make ever-present the powerful uh, contribution and service support that I think the YMCA is providing the Portland metro area with that great opportunity of seeing the sea uh, folded into that as well. So it's been an honor to be with you, Mike. Thanks for the time, and uh, we'll see you at the Good Friday Breakfast. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much, Bob Riken of YMCA of Columbia, Willamette. And thank you for joining us right here on Difference Makers.